Sega. Sega? Let's go with it. Sega? <laughs> Just, okay, go. Well, hello, and welcome to Movies on the Side. This is Steven Robles. Camera pan to the left, and I'm Nate Baranowski. <laughs> cut, cut fade. Star White, are you, are you back doing? to Steven. Oh my goodness. we are back. <sighs> Listeners, we're recording in person, and so that makes Nate inscrutable, because he is narrating <laughs> everything, all of our movements, uh, so you can zoom hear in, zoom what in, we are doing. Yeah. Zoom in. I'm staring right at the camera. Blue eyes. Imagine me staring down the barrel. And saying, cut to commercial. We're clear, everyone. <laughs> hey, Stephen, what do you think about that as an intro that I did there? Was that too weird? What do you think? We can re-record. This doesn't have to be in No, no, no. This is the show. What's this in is... the show is in the show. I think you're doing some kind of Morning Glory uh, thing. Yeah. Yeah, like, I was being that director totally guy from Morning yep, Glory. That's totally Except fine. I don't know any of the actual terms. <laughs> so. You said uh, you said cut. That's a term. I used a star wipe. That's a star thing. wipe. I don't think anyone's used it in newscasting <laughs> for years, but yeah, maybe you never know. Hi, Stephen. What do we want to tell our listeners? I feel like there's usually something that we address our listeners about. Hey, maybe we should just say thank you, listeners. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Movies on the side. And let's just jump right to it. All right. This week we watched. Sonic the Hedgehog. This movie is hot off the presses. First of all, I want to I want to know your history with Sonic. We discussed a little bit. Right. What is what is your prior exposure to the Hedgehog? I had friends with Segas. They let me Is that how it's play. pronounced? Sega? Sega? Sega. Yeah, right? Sega. Yeah, sure, sure. That's fine. Sega? Let's go with it. Sega? Okay, go. You had friends with Segas. We had I had friends with Segas, and they let me play the side scroller Sonic game, which feels like the one that's got the loop to loop and the grass on top, and you're doing the rolling, and it's all heading off to the side. Nate, that was like could have been four to five different games. Oh well, it might have been four to five different ones. They all felt like the same to me. Side scroller Sonic, where you're oh. just running through. And every once in a while, you get in a little ball to go do the loop-de-loop, and you're collecting rings. You are oversimplifying my childhood, <laughs> because Sonic was my jam, Nate. Okay, tell, tell the listeners, because you told me a little bit. I didn't even know there was like a TV show, and some oh, comics, Nate. and a graphic novel, uh, novelization graphic novel. of the movie, of the so, comic. I had a Sega Genesis, and I was... Sega. I was, I don't want to say obsessed, but Sonic the Hedgehog, I think what Mario is for a lot of people. Sonic was for you? I think Sonic might be that for me. Whoa. That's like liking Green Lantern. Like, he's my superhero of choice. No, it is not. What is he in superhero terms? Superhero terms? Is he Batman? uh, I don't know about Batman, but... He's the Flash. Let me go to the Marvel. Let me he's go the, the Flash. People like Superman, and you're like, no, man, no, no. I'm all let about go, the Flash. Let me go to the Marvel Universe, because I feel like that makes more sense. Okay. I feel like saying Sonic is like saying... Hawkeye. It's like saying Vision is your guy. Yeah. Like, Vision is my guy. You know what right. I mean? Like, it's a little off, but it's not like, okay, I get it. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Sure. Nate, I had Sonic the Hedgehog for Sega Genesis. One, two, three. He's the Jubilee they the were X-Men. <laughs> there were three... No... He's the Colossus of X-Men. Okay, sure. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mario is to Wolverine as Sonic is to Colossus. Sonic was always cool because he was kind of edgy and a little disrespectful, but in a, yeah. in a bad way. He was just kind of... Okay, listen. Listen. Okay. Go on. I had Sonic 1, 2, 3, one, two, three. and Sonic and Knuckles. 
Mm-hmm. Now, the Sonic and Knuckles game for Sega Genesis was special because it actually opened up on top, and you can put previous Sonic games into the Sonic and Knuckles cartridge. Feed. Place your games on the sacrificial altar, <laughs> and I shall consume the old one to build your new Sonic. Wait, you would, really you would feed this. the old ones, and then like your top scores would pass on? It would become a different game, Nate. Because Sonic and Knuckles was the first game that you could play as Knuckles the Enchidna. Which this you, is you Sonic did not alchemy know. that you're describing here. You did not know of this character until I told you in the middle of the movie. But Knuckles. Is Knuckles like Sonic's pet? That's Knuckles right there. Knuckles the Enchidna is the reddish, pinkish character. What What is Echidna? Is that, a, is that an animal? An Enchidna is an actual animal. Like If you actually look it up, it's like an anteater style animal. Is Knuckles... How do I, I don't know how to say this because hedgehogs are people too, as I always say. <laughs> but is Knuckles Shaggy and Scooby Doo? They're kind of equals, but Scooby Doo's a dog, right? So it's like <laughs> he's a little bit less than yeah. He is to it Knuck- goes Scooby Doo, Shaggy, Fred, sure, you know sure. Velma. Yeah, yeah, I get. It, I'm I missing get it. one, so that really bugs me. That's, Sorry, listeners. I, I actually wasn't big in Scooby Doo, but anyway. But anyway. Does he have full Sonic? Like, is he a human or is Nate he is like pointing at his a, head right now? And I feel like I'm saying is Knuckles Sonic's pet? He no. Are they equals? They started as adversaries and then team up to be on the same team, a la the Avengers. Do Sonic, Knuckles, and Tails all have similar ce- cerebral? They are all equally anthropomorphic. Okay, yes, that's what I wanted. And intelligent, yes. yes. So Tails, you know, his power is he could fly with his tail. Tails. Is Tails a he? I thought Tails was a she. Are you for real? Is Tails a dude? From my knowledge of of Sonic canon, yes, Tails is a dude. To the internet. (laughs) So anyway, Tails can fly, Knuckles could glide, and his namesake, he has Knuckles that he could like punch through walls that Sonic and Tails could not get through. So anyway, listen, Nate, I I need you to look at something real quick. This is, Nate, stop searching the internet. I need you to see what I'm doing over here. This is the Sonic and Knuckles game Mm. with Sonic 3 Mm. attached to the top of it. Sure. I will include this picture as the art for this chapter in the podcast. So look at your podcast player now. But listen, Sonic and Knuckles was the first game you could play as Knuckles. And when you combine the cartridges like that, you could play as Knuckles in the levels of Sonic 3. Mm. This was mind-blowing. Okay. With different abilities. That's Tails exactly is right. a he. Tails is a he. That's what I thought. Miles so, Prower is Tails full name. That's right. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So my experience was all that. And Nate. Nate, I'm about to go deep on you. I just, I'm just thinking about I have a nephew named Miles. And now I'm thinking, was my nephew named after Tails? Probably. My sister and my brother-in-law listened to this episode from across the world. So they have some explaining to do. There's also Miles Morales, the Spider-Verse guy. Oh, yeah. Could be. Could be, yeah. I mean, but anyway. So, Sonic 1, 2, 3, Sonic and Knuckles. Mm -hmm. Now, because I had a Sega Genesis, I was also able to have a Sega CD addition to my Sega Genesis Mm -hmm. and a Sega 32X. Now, this is very deep canon right here. Okay. Do you know what this is? No, keep talking, though. (laughs) So, anyway, they made Sonic games for each of those attachments to a Sega Genesis. And so I had Sonic CD as well mm-hmm. and Sonic 32X, which also had like a bunch of other characters in it. Someone out there right now is listening and losing their mind because they feel fully known and fully loved by you. <laughs> ben Lopez understands what I'm talking about, I think. But 
I also read the Sonic comic books. I had literally over a hundred Sonic comic books. I believe they are still at my parents' house, Nate. We could go over there and see them. Wow. But I loved Sonic. I read all about it. So I had all the backstory and everything. And Nate, I'm gonna show Nate one more picture. This was a Sega Genesis with a Sega CD attachment and a Sega 32X. You could play your DC Talk CD on one side <laughs> and play the game on the... That is a, dare I say, Dr. Robotnik-esque <laughs> machine that you're showing me right now. It is like a Power Ranger a Megazord of wow. things. Now, I want you to picture something, Nate. Picture this with that Sonic & Knuckles game and Sonic 3 on, on top of it. Mm-hmm. And a game genie between the system. So you get unlimited lives. It was a very precarious game to play, Nate, because it stood a solid foot and a half (laughs) above the Sega Genesis, but I did it. In case you couldn't get one cartridge to play, you're now relying upon three separate (laughs) cartridges to play your game. There were a lot of points of failure, I'll be Mm -hmm, honest. But anyway, mm -hmm. so I have a lot of Sonic background, and so I have a lot of feelings about it. Do you know about... Sorry, I'm lost in Sonic the Hedgehog Wikipedia now because I'm just desperately trying to catch up to you and your yes. knowledge. Do you know who Shadow the Hedgehog is? Absolutely. What is this? Shadow, I mean, he was like Sonic's evil doppelganger. Okay. You have Mecha Sonic, which was the machine version of Sonic. Made by Dr. Robotnik? Yes. And then you also have the whole supersonic stuff and all those abilities. Anyway, Nate. So good. Deep lore for me. Okay, so let's jump into this movie in just yeah. a second but yes. i need to know in the games was there ever an indication that this blue very fast hedgehog how he became super powered was there any talk of him from from a different world like this movie not presupposes or was it just like no this is what hedgehogs do i think it was just kind of a given it's like you don't ask how Jabba the Hutt got how mm-hmm. he got. You don't, you know, you just, that's, this is the world. This is the universe. Sure. This is the universe of characters. And it's not Earth. It's somewhere else. So I guess you could say it's another part of the universe. But anyway, let's talk about this movie. All right. So that's what go. I'm coming to this movie with. So that might paint some of my, my opinions of it. But Rotten Tomatoes. I want you to hear these Rotten Tomatoes numbers, Nate. I'm ready. Is this what you're doing in a recording? Nate's just, he's just scrolling Wikipedia. Is this what you do when you're Yeah, at- I give you 45% of my brain and then 55% <sighs> watches gameplay of Sonic. From so Sonic the Hedgehog 2 in 1992. Oh, man. Oh, this is, this is ridiculous. So cool. Nate, okay, I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm okay. focusing now. Nate, Rotten Tomatoes. I have 5% battery anyway. <laughs> Rotten Tomatoes. 64%. Critics? Rotten Tomatoes from critics. 64%. Did we, did we go see the wrong one? No, there's only one, pretty sure. And 94% audience satisfaction. These are high marks, Nate. <laughs> Nate is holding his head. I'm a little shocked. In disbelief. I usually have a pretty good indication as far as critics. Now, audiences surprise me. Yeah. Sometimes. That is interesting. So, a little backstory. If you, do, if you were not aware, I'll refer you to a Bro Did You See This podcast because they talk about this. But when the first trailer for this movie came out, the original design of Sonic the Hedgehog, which is a completely CG character, the original design was horrendous. It looked like a horrific mixture of animals. It looked nothing like the beloved Sonic the Hedgehog from Sega Genesis or the comic books. And this delayed the release of the movie. It was going to be released in 2019, and they delayed it because they had to redo his look. That's why it's come out now on Valentine's Day inexplicably. But tumultuous 
pre-production or post-production or whatever you whatever you would right. call it. We could not find, and it's unclear. Like, did they just find and replace all the CG of Sonic with the new character, or uh, were there any additional things added or things taken right. out? I can't. I can't imagine they refilmed anything. I don't feel like they probably didn't. Do I reshoots. bet James Marsden was not coming back for reshoots on Sonic. Probably not. Or Jim Carrey. Or Jim Carrey. Yeah. <laughs> so I feel like they probably didn't reshoot anything, but I'm not sure. But anyway, first thing I'll say. I've, they did better on Sonic. Oh, yeah. I think Sonic, Sonic looks looked great. Yes, he looks way better. He actually looks like the video game slash comic book character. So good on the Paramount Studios for not releasing a terrible looking Sonic. Can I? All right. I'm going to give. I'm going to dive real quick into. To see that corner over there in the room? It's dark and you can't see much in it. Yeah. Follow me. Yeah. I'm going there because now we're entering conspiracy corner. Oh my goodness. <laughs> it's a different corner. Okay. Uh-huh. Actually, no. It's not even on the floor. It's up in that corner. Climb climb the the wall with me. It's Nate, in that corner. Nate is pointing out physical corners in the room and I'm looking now scared Picture, that something's behind yes. me. Yes. Okay. Yes. What if the whole thing, the whole release of the trailer, the whole redesign was all part of drumming up all, any news is good news? The redesign of this Sonic and the way and the whole fan petition. What if it was all orchestrated so that it would get some more buzz and people, when the movie did come out, would want to go see it because they're like, I'm excited to see how they changed this Sonic or how they made it better. I think it's possible. It, It feels like it would be pricey to do a lot of redos on it. But I'm just saying... I think they may have made lemonade out of lemons because we became more interested in this movie. I'm not sure if we would have even talked about it had the first trailer not come out and been a horrifying shadow nightmare monster. <laughs> I, I'm i with you. I feel like if it probably hadn't have costed millions of dollars to redo that. I mean, if you think of the manpower, animators, time delays like it was not just a cheap fix sure. you know you know i'm sure some time had to be spent on it paying a bunch of staff people that you weren't planning on paying for right. another year or whatever i'm just saying maybe you make up those millions and people like us going to see this movie well it doesn't because the, it was a yeah i just look at the numbers the budget was 85 million estimated that's not cheap opening weekend it made 58 Okay. And gross in America was 70 million. Didn't hit. I bet internationally it's doing great. Internationally, 113 million. So it made money. Yeah. The movie made money. Not way over. And apparently it's critically. uh... Okay. So, yes. Let's talk about the actual movie. So the premise is Sonic uh, has to run away from his home planet of whatever. Where there's a giant owl that we never hear from or see again, and he just talks about, like, the lone feather. What what did he call her? (laughs) I don't know. He's like, these rings were given to me by... Yeah, by long feather. Long... long, No, that's not right. Long owl. Unclear, and she basically... Hoot mama. (laughs) The the lady owl tells him, uh, you can never talk to anyone or be known by anyone. What are you doing with the the audio interface over there? This is what I do when we record. I fiddle. I'm I'm afraid you're going to just unplug it in the middle of the thing. Anyway, unclear why he has to leave. This movie has so many parts that it wants us to be sad during. Right. Oh, yeah. So many parts. We'll talk about that in a second. Yeah, yeah. This, I think the saddest part of the movie was Lady Owl getting, getting yeah. arrowed by the Akita. 
what what are they called? The Echidna? In, in Battle Angel? That's right. The the tribe of Knuckles, yes. Yes. Echidna. Yeah. That was sad actually. Getting that arrow right to the Yeah, yeah. That, that was a nice shot with that thing. But anyway, so he escapes to Earth where he's supposedly hiding out mm-hmm. and watching movies over James Marsden's shoulder because right. he's lonely. In Montana. In Montana of all places. I don't I don't know if I don't want to do the plot. Maybe we don't do spoilers. Let's not do spoilers because this movie is still out. Okay. We can still talk that about that. That lady owl may have been fine after she got shot with the arrow. <laughs> Possibly. Just bleep me out when I said about no, her no, no. maybe getting shot. That's totally fine. May or may not. Is there anything in this that was surprising? No, and that's the thing. There is no twist. There is no I mean, I guess spoilers are that there are nothing there's nothing to spoil. There's really nothing right, exactly. So let's talk about James Marsden. Okay. James Marsden is the main character. Yes. He's the one that Sonic reveals himself to. Mm-hmm. And Dr. Robotnik is chasing them. We'll get eyes to- like two icy blue pools. He's got nice I eyes. I think they pumped his eye color up a little bit. Like or maybe eye, just eye steroids. <laughs> they did eye steroids. I think he's been doping. I will say I really like James Marsden as an actor. Just yeah. base level. Same. So anyway, the whole movie is James Marsden trying to help Sonic return or escape Earth right. because Dr. Robotnik is after him. Using his rings as teleportation holes. All right, get in the truck. Really? You're going to help me? I guess it is a little bit my fault that all this is happening to you. Not a little bit, entirely. I feel like James Marsden did the best he could. James Marsden took on his role with the kind of seriousness that this role did not deserve. But he, I think he played it off. Like, I believe him. His character wasn't serious. But I think he showed up on set like, I'm a professional. And I will do my job. And I think he did all right. I feel like way too much of this movie takes place in his truck. There's so much of this movie of him and Sonic just driving. Sonic and James Marsden, whose character is, his name is... I don't even know. I don't know. Tom Wachowski. Right. Wazowski. Tom Tom Wazowski. Mike Wazowski. Tom Wachowski, his cool line was, my dentist calls me Tim. Yeah, that was Because it's been too long and I can't correct him anymore. Yeah, that was funny. Wachowski, aren't they the brothers that made the Matrix? The Wachowski brothers? Wachowski? Wachowski? I think it's spelled the same. Anyway. I don't know. And Ben Schwartz is the voice of Sonic, which, side note, I think that was a good voice. I think they did well by Yeah, I thought he was good. It was fine. He was in Parks and Rec, Jean Ralphio. He's hilarious in that that show. So so James Marsden, he did all right. Okay, so he's supposed to begin a friendship with Sonic, right? He goes from being scared of him slash not wanting to save his life. I'm not sure if I believe that James Marsden would like Sonic. We can talk about the likability of Sonic in this movie, but he kind of comes to a like, oh yeah, we're we're friends. I like this guy. So first, first question is James Marsden married in this movie? Is that his wife? Because at one point the it the, says his it, he it says is. his lady his her last name is Wachowski in the IMDb or Wachowski and her sister later spells out the word oh, divorce. divorce right yes so, okay so yes, they're married, they okay. married yeah. so they're married i think it would have been interesting to add a child to this movie mm. who would interact with sonic on a different level right because there you know is I mean? a feeling of is he friends with them or is he kind of wanting to be like the son right and i feel them. like the nostalgia like that i have for sonic to see a child interact with a character that i would have loved Right, you know what I mean. It would that would I think been more interesting because there's not really any kids in this movie to like think Sonic is cool. Right, you know what I mean. There's just James Marsden being like, "Stop talking." Wasn't the Sonic in this movie? And now again, I haven't played that much of it, 
But wasn't the Sonic in this movie a little bit more childlike and naive and like soft? And wasn't the Sonic in the games a little bit more BA and well, wasn't he just a little bit more like he was witty and he was like, snarky? He I was thought snarky. he was. I thought he was yes. snarkier in the video games of kind of like yeah. I could have used more snark. I think. He right. was very unsure of himself in this movie, yes. which he is not in the games and comic books. He didn't have as much confidence, I feel like, right. in his coolness. He and had I confidence think, in his speed, I guess. Right. And this this is a little bit of my conclusion, but I feel like if this is a jumping off point to a series of movies, there might be better movies ahead. Sure. I don't know if you needed this one to set it up. It felt like you could have done this movie very differently and it still have been an origin story. Right. I feel like the whole bar scene was unnecessary. Sonic goes into like the biker bar and like it was an excuse to do that slow mo thing that uh, Quicksilver does in the X Men. And it's like we have literally seen this exact thing. I felt like that was a little superfluous. It's just hard for me to hold to the thread that James Marsden is doing all of this to save Sonic and to be truly an outlaw, which James Marsden looks up at a screen while they're in a hotel room and sees that like an international manhunt for this guy for terrorism. (laughs) He doesn't seem that bothered by it. He's like, I'm just here saving this guy. Yeah. It was just hard for me to see him like, Stopping at a bar to fill out a bucket list thing with Sonic. The whole bucket list thing, and then Sonic writes it, and apparently 90% of these bucket list items can take place in a biker you bar. You can do it, sure. Like, they just happen to Start like, a bar fight? Like, do a mechanical bull, start right. a bar fight. It's like, this is weird. So anyway, at, it was strange. James Marsden, I think, did the best he could. Yeah. Still, still strange sometimes when he's looking at Sonic, and you can tell he's not really looking at a thing because of CG. Let's talk about Jim Carrey, though. Okay. Dr. Robotnik. Okay. I was skeptical. Uh-huh. Because Dr. Robotnik as a character looms large in my mind. I literally have no idea what you're about to say when it comes to your opinion of Jim Carrey in this movie. Like, I really, I have no idea if you loved it, if you hated it, or if it was meh. And I'm so excited to hear. The time for talking is over. It's time to push buttons. Your flying eggs are pretty impressive, Mr. Eggman. Trying to think what else it could have been and who else could have played it. I could not think of a better option. Like, I don't know of another actor who could have played Dr. Robotnik and done a better character. Like, not not because Jim Carrey had some incredible performance, but I just think the nature of the character is so weird. Like, who are you going to have play an evil villain? Like, William Dafoe? Like, you're going to have, like, Ian McKellen? Like, there's not, I don't think there's another actor that would have done a role better. And I don't think, in in some of the cartoons for Sonic... Dr. Robotnik is very like buffoonish and just can't get anything right. Oh, And then there's actually two different cartoons that I've seen. There's like the younger version of Sonic. Then there's like a slightly like young adult Sonic cartoon. Mm -hmm. And in that one, Dr. Robotnik is a little more of like an evil villain. Sure. And has a little more wherewithal about him. But I feel like if it was so serious of a character, that wouldn't have played for the movie either. And so I honestly feel like Jim Carrey, maybe there was a better option. I would love to hear from our listeners if they thought so. But I think he did fine. And I think he made the role work in the movie that it was in. Right. I think he did. Okay. I love all the tech around Dr. Robotnik, like his truck. Oh, yes. His sure. drones, all his weapons. He has like gloves that he like pushes the buttons on or whatever. It's super weird. <laughs> his little like sunglasses that are like barely sunglasses. Yes. I liked all those things and I feel like it was, it was fine. And I, I enjoyed moments of it. I thought some things were were funny. He's super Jim Carrey at times. Yeah. Super Jim Carrey, but it was I think that's fine. fine. I think that's fine. fine. Yeah. To have a super Jim Carrey-esque. Like him with the military guy, like in his first scene. Yes. He's like, what's your name? Nobody cares. Like, like that's kind of funny. Like I chuckled at some of his lines. So 
I was good. I was good with it. I thought the right amount of menacing but goofy, which I think that was really yeah. He really hit that nicely. Yeah, I thought he was good in the role. I think throughout this movie, some of the lines in there just don't work. Yeah, he has some good lines. I'm I'm guessing that he can still improv with the best of them, and he can probably still riff and like. So in the trivia, it says that most of the lines in the script were never spoken. And most of the time, the director just told Jim Carrey, here's the music in the scene, do whatever you want to do. Okay. Like, that's literally what they told him. Right. And I think that when he had those moments, I think he was good. Yeah. There are just some parts that just don't quite connect with me. I think he was, overall, he was good. I thought that him working with the assistant guy was sort of like, I like where he's like, push yourself against the wall. Pitch yourself, like, against, pitch the yourself wall. against the wall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, he had a couple, like, cool moments like that there were some parts though that just didn't i felt a little too old like i could see him doing his dancing around and doing his spinning around and kids just loving it like i watched a lot of this movie thinking i think your boys would really enjoy like really find some parts super funny yeah yeah, in this movie yeah like some of the physical comedy right would just be like they would love it for sure but i just sometimes robotnik was good and then other times it's like ah I don't know. Yeah. In Sonic Cartoon, that's the slightly older version. I don't know if it's like Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog. Dr. Robotnik has like a whole city that has become like mechanized. And okay. it's like a think of it like it's an evil Coruscant from Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Like it's very and like a lot of that cartoon, they have like really cool missions and adventures into this city. And it's like like very high stakes and it's cool. Right. I was hoping for more of that. And maybe that's what we'll get in future movies. Like, Dr. Robotnik builds a world somewhere else. Sure. But it was hard because, like, all he has is his truck and some drones, which they do okay. I feel like the most exciting part was the, through the streets of San Francisco towards the end. He's at the flying ship. He's the flying ship. And, like, it honestly wasn't that long. Like, I feel like there actually could have been maybe more action in this movie. Well, I think that's when, you, with the redesign of Sonic. You really can't, yeah. As far as him jumping around and doing stuff, because when he when Sonic gets into a ball and starts rolling around, it's yeah. like yes, yeah, that's cool. what I want. I yeah. want electric bowling ball, yeah, Sonic. Yeah, I thought it'd be cool. And the and the flying uh, drones and things, I think, were really fun. <laughs> the nesting drones, yeah. the Russian nesting drones, yeah. But anyway, I thought Jim Carrey did he did fine. You said something during that. You said the stakes of this old cartoon were yeah. really high. Yeah, let's talk about the stakes in this movie because. Sonic gets either knocked out, blown around, laying on the ground, I kid you not, five times in this movie. Between yeah. being tranquilized, knocked out by the sticky explosion thing, yeah, rolling into the guy getting knocked out, right. getting knocked out by Robotnik at the end. Like, right. And every time, it, while it's laying there, and the violins There's gently violins. swell in the background, Yeah, I don't know, was I supposed to look at this laying CG character on the ground and think like they killed Sonic in this first movie. <laughs> they drew all of those out as if I was supposed to be really scared that oh, maybe he won't get back up. But it's like, I know what's going to happen in this movie. <laughs> Did you ever feel like, Oh, Sonic, poor guy. I never felt like he was going to be die. Well, uh, Right. But did you ever have that feel? Like, did you ever get the feeling that they wanted you to feel in those moments? I got the feeling they wanted me to feel it. I did not really feel it to that extent like i was kind of like oh he got knocked down again like 
I wonder how he's unconscious again, or he's he's yeah. slow to get up. That's the thing, dude. He's unconscious a lot in this movie, right? That's what I just said. Yeah, yeah, like five yeah. Times. I know, I know, you did. And like now, I'm thinking about it. Like that was kind of a waste. Maybe it was a result of the CG or just like difficulty. But he just constantly gets knocked out. Yeah, that's weird. So a couple quick things. They do have a lot of callbacks to the video game. Okay, like Green Hill Zone is a level in Sonic. Okay. Green Hill, Montana. And there's a bunch of those throughout. And in the trivia, you could see there's a bunch of times they play music from the game. Okay. As like the background. So that's cool. I also found they have this, after the pulse where Sonic runs around the baseball field because mm-hmm. he realizes he's going to be alone, which seems strange. Like, why is he running the baseball diamond in frustration? I thought he would just run in a straight line as fast as he could. Right. I didn't understand that. But anyway, they ha- after that pulse, we have the scene of like these military guys around a table. Uh-huh. And it is very clear it is not being taken seriously. And I actually thought that scene was kind of funny. Like, because the one guy's like, we got to call Dr. Robotnik. And the guy's right. like, are you guys, are you kidding? He's an insane man. So right. I liked how they didn't take themselves seriously. And that scene was funny. This movie also has a couple other funny moments. Like when James Marsden opens the letter to see if he got the job for San Francisco. Yes. The wife like pulls out the wrong cake. Yes. She's like, San Francisco stinks. And she's like, oh, wrong cake. That was funny. I thought their relationship was pretty good. The romance corner. Yeah. Yeah. I believe their marriage. I believed yeah. them together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, she was the right amount of discovering that Sonic was real and yes. all this stuff. I agree. I also thought the sister was funny. So the wife's oh, sister, yes. she was hilarious. When James Marsden walks in holding Sonic, she's like, is that plutonium? <laughs> is that <Are> those <laughs> emails? Those emails. <laughs> I thought that was, she, she was like, and then she like tells her daughter, because they tie her up, because yep. she was going to call the cops, and that her daughter's running around, and she's like, at least put on my Fitbit, so I get some steps. <laughs> yeah, she, she was, had some good lines in there. Yeah, she was pretty hilarious. Fart jokes. <laughs> There's a number of jokes. There's yes. a number of them. Perfect for that 10-year-old True. that's going yeah. to go see this movie. Asher would love those Oh, those man, jokes. Yeah. absolutely. Sonic farts in this movie, so I guess there is a spoiler there. <laughs> so you had said a little while ago too about terrible lines and this uh-huh. is the one line I, I took the time to wrote, write down is this where we both eye rolled at each other when it was happening yes it was towards the end where yes. James Marsden is talking to Dr. Robotnik and James Marsden says referring to Sonic as an alien because Dr. Robotnik was saying like he's just an alien he doesn't belong here right and James Marsden says that alien knew more about being human than you ever will I said what what <laughs> That doesn't make any sense. And the music swells. It did swell, yes. He has a home and friends here, and then that's how you defeat. Are you aware of the supersonic part of Sonic the Hedgehog, like from the video games? No. There was, in the video games, if you collected all the Chaos Emeralds in the levels, and you played a level, if you collected 50 rings, okay, I believe this started with Sonic the Hedgehog 2 and 3. If you collected 50 rings... And then double jumped. Yes. You would go supersonic. Yes. Which means you would be invincible. Yes. You would have even faster speed and you would kind of fly instead of run. Uh huh. And you turned yellow. Supersonic was yellow. Whoa. I was really hoping. I feel like Dragon Ball Z stole this. Yeah. Or Goku. Or... Dragon Ball Z might have been first in oh. Japan. I'm not sure. Oh, okay. Not yeah, sure. that's true. Sure. But I was really hoping for a moment of supersonic and. That's the one spoilers. They, there is no supersonic in this. They're thing. saving that for the next movie. I imagine they'll be saving it, but I was kind of hoping for that, and the there was not. That was just for the Sonic fans out there. I love it. I love when you nerd out on Sonic. <laughs> I do. I mean, it's, not, it's a big deal. So anyway, do you have any other feelings? I want to get to rating this movie. 
because I feel like more is going to come out when we talk about this. Yeah, yeah. The over, I have overall thoughts. Yeah, that's very good. Okay. You know, I hadn't actually thought about my number until just now. I'll go first. Okay, you go first. Uh, on a scale of zero to five blue spines. Okay. The spine that James Marsden finds in the grass. I think Sonic the Hedgehog is a two and a half for me. Mm-hmm. It feels middle of the road, exactly middle of the road. There is a type of flatness that the whole thing has. Yeah. I would have liked more snark, more heart, maybe more yeah. ridiculousness even. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it it tried to walk this balance between I'm a video game movie, but, but I kind of want to be taken seriously. But I also think that it just was kind of probably worked on behind the scenes. Mm. And when you take apart your toaster oven and you put it all back together, it still maybe makes toast. But you left that screw out. But you, you left don't know the where screw it goes. out. <laughs> right. And you just look at it like, well, I guess we just throw this one away. We didn't need it. Yeah. It feels like a movie where some components were left out, and I don't know what they were. I don't know why it's not completely cohesive. Maybe that's the yeah. drama behind the scenes. Mm. But it feels like a reassembled movie yeah. that doesn't quite do it for me. I had feelings of flatness while watching it. I didn't laugh as much as I wanted to, or I didn't think the action was as cool as I hoped it would. Yeah. It kind of kind of missed i'll be honest it sort of missed every single mark for me mm. but 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 by just a little bit yeah so yeah. when you add up enough b pluses across the board <laughs> right well b plus might be a little bit but you know what i mean <laughs> you have enough b's it adds to uh, don't see it in theaters i wouldn't recommend going to see it yeah but it's going to make a unless you have kids between the age of seven and eleven and have sonic background because I feel like if you haven't played the games or watched the cartoons, like this really gives you not much to... I still think you're going to enjoy... It might be fine. Enjoy it. He's cute. Yeah. Especially after and, this redesign. And it's cool to see things go fast. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I and see that. a guy like fighting, uh, going fast. Yeah, yeah that yeah, sort yeah. of thing. Because yeah. they're not maybe old enough to see that Quicksilver uh, and X-Men movies. That's true. So like they haven't what, seen that. So here's what you get. Right, right. So right. I think if you have uh, kids in that age, or maybe even a little bit younger, not a baby. We talked about that in Patreon. Talk about a baby <laughs> in the theater, right. but a little older. Go see it. Otherwise, like it'll it'll be on Netflix soon enough. That's true. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is yeah, like oh, bread no. and butter. Oh, it'll streaming be. service. Absolutely. So I'm yeah. to those who were involved in it. To those behind the scenes. Yeah. Great job. You are the heroes. <laughs> Great job making this guy cute and good. Yes, I agree. Maybe we could talk to someone eventually who worked on this movie. In a, or maybe in like 20 years when we're still doing this podcast. That's right. We can after yeah, yeah. a... We have till 2049. Right, so right. Like after, the statute of liberty of, after the statute of limitations is up, we can talk right. to someone and get the in-depth story, the documentary behind yes. this movie. That's what I would really love to hear. Yes, I would love to hear that too. Nate, I'm gonna have to. I'm not. I'm not copping out. I, I, f- I feel like I'm gonna go with the exact rating that you did. Three is too high for this. Two is too low. You know, I'm thinking back on video game movies, and of all the video games made into movies, this might be one of the best. Super Mario, not a good movie. <laughs> the old Super Mario Brothers, the live action one. You know, I'm a big Prince of Persia fan. 
I forgot about Prince of Persia. Fans of time. I didn't realize that that was a a, a a movie. So, like I said, I think it's one of the best. Sure. And for one that is like nostalgia to a childhood game, I mean, I think it does okay. I feel like what but are the- it was made for you. It was made for me. And if, here's- if, if it can't connect with you 3.5 or more, then it's not playing on the nostalgia like it should. That's true. And you only get one shot for a while. You know what I mean? Like they can't try a different- sonic reboot next year like you have to wait but here's my thing the alternatives i would not have wanted an all cg animated sonic the hedgehog i like the idea of doing live action Mm -hmm. with sonic i think that was a good choice right i honestly think again i cannot think of a better character or a better actor to play dr robotnik like jim carrey was a fine choice yeah and james marsden was fine too everything was fine i think Again, looking at alternatives, maybe adding a child character would have been interesting. That might have maybe have given Sonic other things to do besides being unconscious. Movie for too. The movie, maybe it it did make me chuckle. It had moments of of slight chuckling. I do think Sonic could have been way snarkier, and mm-hmm. by that being much more funny, much more funny. Um, but it was it was fine. I would. Not see the sequel in theaters, but I would definitely watch the sequel to see what they do with it. I need you to answer this question right now. Okay, go ahead. Do you think they're going to be able to get Jim Carrey for a second movie? <sighs> I always guess no. Definitely not a third. You think he? They can I get think him for they a might get him for a second because one. of that post-credit scene that we won't talk about. Yes, if they okay. could make him do that in a scene and look like that, maybe. Because if he wasn't, maybe if he wasn't in for a second one, he would just be like, no, we're not recording that new one. Yeah. And I also feel like if the, if it's true, the director just said like, Hey, Jim Carrey, do you, and we're just going to turn the cameras on. He had fun doing it. Yeah. Like maybe like he likes that freedom and like he, he is Jim Carrey in this movie. Like he's not, you know, it's, it's the Grinch. It's a little bit of the mask. It's that character. Right. But I think. It worked like a little Ace Ventura, a little Ace Ventura, but like the technology they gave them and the outfits, like it was cool. Like, right. you know, I was down with it. So anyway, yeah, I think it's a two and a half. It could have been better. Not terrible for a video game movie. Stream it. You don't have to go to theaters for it. And uh, I don't know. I'd be interested to see what they do with the sequel. I would have loved if the gloves that Jim Carrey wore in this movie, the little tr- touchpad yeah, yeah. actually looked exactly <sighs> like the Sega controller. <sighs> That would have been good. Yes. That would have been a good that would have been a good choice. Anyway, there's also like a bunch of Easter eggs if you look in the IMDB, like apparently in the hotel scene, Sonic is standing on a ledge and his body is like doing the thing that he used to do in the video games if you stood on a ledge oh, with the character. Okay. So Got they it. did good. Anyway, we lack a top five for you today, listeners. So here's what we want you to do. Comment on Instagram. A was Jim Carrey the right choice? What'd you think of it? Do you have a better suggestion for Dr. Robotnik? And B, what top fives do you want to hear in the future? Yeah, that sounds great. Now, this is, I'm giving you a second option. Okay. We would love to hear the top video game movies of all time, in your opinion. We know some of you haven't seen Sonic yet because it just came out. And I, I know some of you, like maybe what I wish I could do, are waiting for streaming. But tell us your current either top five video game movies or top video game movies of all time. And we would love to comment and actually discuss with our listeners on Instagram, on the Movies on the Side Instagram account. Yes. We will engage with you all for this week's yes. top five. That's right. And we engage all the time. If you comment, 
you're going to get a comment back. Oh, us. yeah. We always comment back. So at Movies on the Side on Instagram. We are not popular enough to have any trolls, so it's actually yet. great to That's be on right. social media. That's right. And so let us know. And, of course, if you have not supported us on Patreon, remember, you get a bonus episode a week. And we talked about... That one video. We talked about that plane video, that Delta video with the guy punching the seat. And we talked about movie theater etiquette and uh, airplane etiquette. Babies in a movie theater. That's right. Baby. All you have to give is $1 a month and you can hear my <laughs> That's... harsh thoughts on babies in movie theaters. That's right. <laughs>